Hi guys and welcome back to the Female Fitness Podcast. Today I have the pleasure of being joined by Phoebe Hagen. Phoebe's been on the podcast before but it was a very long time ago so hopefully this will be a nice update for you all and a lot has changed since then. So Phoebe, do you want to briefly sort of introduce yourself, anyone who's maybe listening that doesn't know much about you as an individual? Yeah, of course. So my name is Phoebe Hagen. I am an IFBB pro at Bikini Athlete. Um, I've been competing um, in, well, I've been competing in bodybuilding for the last five years and I've done over 30 shows, um, which is a lot of shows uh, for one person that's obviously been um, competing for five years. Um, but I have absolutely loved the sport nonetheless. Um, I have just literally recently moved to Dubai um, and set my own company and I am a posing and online fitness coach. Cool. So you've obviously had a lot of big changes in your life recently, and we know that you're now living in Dubai. Why and when did you initially actually decide to go out to Dubai? And were you planning on moving when you did? So for me, like, obviously, with with my last show that I did, so if, if none of you know, last year in 2020, I managed to, obviously, with all the the pandemic that was going on, I still managed to get two um, bodybuilding shows in, which was great. Um, I did one in Spain, Alicante, and then I also did another one in the UK, um, which is amazing to represent the UK in the UK. Um, and the last show that was in the UK, I think it was, it was November, because it got pushed forwards. So it was supposed to be, I think it was the first weekend of, no, of November, and it actually got pushed because lockdown was happening um, on the, was it Thursday? It was Thursday. Um, the lockdown was happening, so they had to have the show on a Wednesday instead of the Saturday. So they had to push it forward or like have it earlier than what they actually needed, which was quite scary for me. But it was great that we still got to present ourselves with that show. But I actually got in, we obviously went into lockdown um, and I went to Dubai the end of November, beginning of December, when, every, when obviously lockdown was all finished. Um, and for me, I never anticipated moving to Dubai or anything like that. That's, I've said this a lot on my Instagram, that it was never planned or anything like that. We, this was actually a trip for Max's um, 30th birthday of Max is my partner. Um, and it was a, a trip because he's never been to Dubai. And I went to Dubai at the end of 2019. It was amazing. I really wanted to pick him. And I booked this back in July. So I booked it all the way back in July um, before everyone else started coming out in November as well. And yeah, we booked it and it went in December time. And then obviously lockdown was getting a little bit worse and worse in the UK and we didn't want to go back. So we'd only booked for one week. Um, so we didn't, we kind of extended our trip just a little bit longer. And then we kind of got to talking to a lot of people that were out here. Um, actually realized that if you set up your own company here, then you have to pay a very minimal tax or actually no tax and just VAT, um, very small amount of VAT, which was quite amazing. And I didn't actually realize for a business, for me, a business move, that was an incredible move for me to make, especially with new businesses and a new company that I've just set up. So for me, it was more of a business move. And then obviously the lifestyle that is here in Dubai is very bodybuilding based, it's very fitness based, and it's very evolved, um, which is really, which was really interesting for me to obviously come into because I live in, I think it's, I live in um, down near Brighton. So it's not very bodybuilding or fitness orientated, whereas somewhere like near you, where, where, where are you based? I know you trained at Ultraflex. 
Yeah, so I am basically in Rotherham. So I'm around the corner from Ultraflex and S20 um, and a few of the gyms as well. So yeah, it's decent around here. Yeah, so those types of gyms, like we don't have any of that near us. So like when I went to Dubai, obviously I can either drive up, obviously up to like Kings or somewhere like that, but there's no bodybuilding gyms around me. So our environment was so different when we were in the UK. So when we came to Dubai, it was all like fitness-based, bodybuilding-based, and it was so nice. And as a, a pro athlete for me, for where I want to go, obviously, with competing and stuff, I wanted that around me. So for me, it kind of went hand in hand. I was like, there's a business move. It kind of fits my lifestyle and my partner's lifestyle in terms of where we want to go with competing, where we want to do um, with our businesses and stuff like that. So we kind of just thought, let's just give it a go, but let's just jump um, and make that leap and just go and move to Dubai. And it was scary for us because one, my partner, Max, is not into the fitness industry in terms of career-wise. So he was actually just a builder. So well, a window and door fitter. So, and he's just obviously jumped across, moved to Dubai, changed his whole career, gone self-employed, all in kind of one stint. So that was very scary for him to do. Um, and it was the same with me, obviously moving to Dubai was very scary. So it's a very unknown environment and unknown territory and I don't know if I would enjoy it but we kind of just made that leap because we wanted to improve our lifestyles and progress a little bit more as people here. Yeah that's cool and it just goes to show how much of a big impact your environment can have on like the way that you feel and your, your ability to progress both personally and professionally and it's really good to hear. Yeah. Do you kind of like stay there like forever or um have you sort of set a sort of time limit in your head? So I feel like I feel like we're we're gonna do it year by year, I feel because when you move to Dubai, um you obviously pay for your or you obviously set up the company and you have to renew it every three years, I, I, I believe. Um, or you have to renew your visa every three years. So you and there's a lot of rules behind it that you have to kind of obviously stick to. So you can't come out of you can't be in one place for too long, which is it, it's like six or seven months. So um, but I I personally feel like we're just going to take it year on year. So we're probably going to stay here for the foreseeable because we really enjoy it here. We enjoy the people around here. Um, and I generally now, I'm we're both very much home people. So even when I'm away competing, like in 2019, I think I went away and I did, I want to say like five American shows. Um, and I was away from home for like a good four or five weeks um, just in America. And I missed home quite a large amount. Like I'm always very much like, oh, yeah, this is fun, but I want to go home. Do you know what I mean? So, but for me, I struggled quite a lot in the second lockdown. For me, I didn't struggle as much as I thought I would in the first one. The second one was where I was coming out of prep um, and that really hit home for me. I struggled quite a large amount. I lost a lot of motivation to go to the gym. Um, I luckily still had facilities to train at. Um, As a pro athlete, we got we were able to still train in a gym facility, but it wasn't the same. So it was kind of like, you obviously go to the gym, there was no music, it was just there, empty, and it was, there was no environment. So it was a bit like weird going to, that, going to the gym with no one kind of around. Um, so in November, I struggled quite a large amount going into the second lockdown, um, and that's when I went to Dubai, and then that's where I felt like my mood changed, my environment changed, my whole being changed a little bit more when I kind of changed, like I said, changed my environment. Um, but 
I feel like it, it's definitely somewhere that we'll be able to stay for quite a while, I feel like. We're obviously going to come back to the UK because um, I want to do posing, I want to see family and all that type of thing. But at the same time, I'm kind of like, I love it here. It already feels home. Like I've only just moved into my apartment literally in the last like two days. So it hasn't, I haven't been here for a while, but it already feels like this home. Do you know what I mean? Which is quite nice. Yeah. It's like when you get a base somewhere, it starts to feel like a bit more like home rather than living out of, yeah. sort of you know, Airbnbs and hotels and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. Cause I've literally been living out. I've literally been living in like an apartment slash hotel for literally the last 10 weeks trying to get my visa sorted trying to get everything sorted getting this company set up and obviously i've got the posing portal that was just released uh two days ago so for me it was like a lot of stress and the environment i was in even in dubai wasn't great but it was obviously better than the uk so for me it was it the last few weeks have been stressful but they've been like 100 percent worth it yeah and in terms of living in dubai phoebe have you found that the the cost of living is more expensive than over here in the uk so a lot of people have actually asked me this so a lot of people have said like oh like it seems quite expensive it seems like there's a lot of like things that are kind of extra to do so for me i find it is what you make of it so if you're going like it's the same as london so there's a lot more expensive places i guess in london than there are example down our way or down like brighton way and stuff so i feel like when you go to slightly more expensive places obviously they're gonna they're gonna give you a bit more experience and you're gonna see kind of the value behind it being more expensive and that's kind of like what Dubai is it's very flashy and it likes to give you a good experience the cost of living in Dubai isn't as expensive as you think like it is what you make of it so I would say the hotels and stuff are actually cheaper than your everyday like I guess hotel in London so I think that it's a lot cheaper here it depends where you go like I said you can go to some slightly more expensive places and you can go to some slightly cheaper places um but obviously it depends on the, what the quality you want of everything so obviously you can go to some places and they're a little bit more fancy um and they're going to be a little bit more expensive with a bit more experience behind it um versus obviously if you go to somewhere that's slightly cheaper it's going to be slightly lower quality but you're still going to get the same thing of what you want from it Do you know what i mean so i find hotels and apartments probably are slightly cheaper um in dubai by a little bit depending on where you go food is definitely more expensive here uh, just because it has to be imported from different countries and stuff um and gyms i would definitely say as are a little bit more expensive um so i think at the noose which is one of the most uh, i guess known bodybuilding gyms in dubai is around i think for a month um, versus when if you go to someone like my gym in Brighton um, that's only like I think like 40 pounds so it is double the price um, but again it is what you make of it for noose is a lot more a lot of better experience and a lot more equipment available um, and a lot better gym than I guess my hometown gym at home so it is what you make of it um, I don't think it's that expensive um, again you can go to some really expensive places and Dubai is so large and obviously you have to get Ubers everywhere, that does start to then rack up the prices um, and what you spend in terms of money and stuff. So smart with your money. I think that's the same. Yeah, it's definitely, it's one of those things like you can either live a really expensive lifestyle or you can do things a little bit cheaper in most places. Um, so yeah, I guess it's just about sort of managing your lifestyle to live within your means, to live within what you've got available to you. And there's usually different ways of doing things. Yeah, exactly, 100%. 
And with the the visa, so do you have to, because I've heard you have to sort of be in Dubai for a certain amount of time over the year and then you can come back to the UK for a certain amount of time as well. How long is it yes. that you have to be in Dubai for each year to have the visa? So you have to be in Dubai for, or you, have, you can be out of Dubai for six months. Can't be, I'm not like 100% like all the everything with the visas and stuff like that but when you set, you know, set, up, set up a company um, and when you get your visas and stuff like that you can only be out of the country for six months so you have to be in Dubai for six months if you are um, obviously the company owner and stuff like that as well so it's it's slightly more complex than I thought which when I signed up I was like finding out more things as I went along and I was like oh okay I need to do this I need to do that. So I'm still slightly learning, obviously, everything behind the visa process. Um, but like I said before, the main reason was because of the, obviously being here, I wanted to stay in this environment with obviously the bodybuilding community and fitness community, and then also for a business move for me, I think that was the best thing. Um, but you get everything included. Um, and what I would say is definitely go to, if anyone's obviously thinking about this, go to somewhere called Virtual Zone. They literally have been so helpful. Oh, Let's you launched the, the posing portal this month how long have you actually been working on this project for because I know it's been sort of a long time coming so this project has been going since like June time 2020 so I had the idea I'm a posing coach and that's one of my main things I love focusing on is people's posing the confidence to step on stage and present their absolute best on there so I really I, I love giving girls posing positions and stuff like that it really so for me i kind of wanted to combine the two so i started obviously kind of they would send me a video and i would give them a video response kind of giving them little slight tweaks on how they can improve their posing and then obviously i do in person and online posing throughout a way to combine the two um to kind of get the ultimate i guess posing experience and try and learn one of the most effective ways to learn and improve your posing in small tweaks not in every live session but obviously to do it yourself because i'm not going to be there on stage obviously with you try and say okay tweak this foot here move this half foot there so i want them to try and do that themselves um through the assessment so combining them two together that was probably the, the best way i could think of it and obviously what i've done as well is adding a video library to help all beginners and help just anyone getting into bikini posing um, a little bit, feel a little bit more confident with how they learn their poses and stuff like that. So for me, it's been a long, it's been a long time coming. It hasn't been like age, like ages, because a lot of people have been like, have you been working years on this? And I have till last year, 2020 June, I started working on it and trying to build the idea and stuff. And it's been a really, really, had a really, really good response. And I'm really happy with it. Yeah, it looks amazing. And so in terms of the content on the, the portal, is it mostly for IFBB bikini athletes or is it for other federations as well? So it is obviously at the moment, well, I think for likely is going to be IFBB or NPC star. For me, that's obviously the category that I'm in and that's the category that I get the most responsible with. The, that's the category that I want or the federation that I want to focus on the most um, and give the most time to um, 
in federations, um, you can still join the posing portal and you can use all the features like the posing assessments and you'll be able to see my calendar and stuff like that. But the only thing that you won't have is obviously the videos style poses. I am thinking different categories um, as well. So I'm thinking about adding in wellness and down the, later on down the line, I'm also thinking about adding figure in as well because I really want to try and make this posing site the best kind of resource for learning and improving your posing as much as possible so um creating the the, the company and obviously the site has obviously been a big eye-opener for me in terms of like business and stuff and getting a lot of research behind it like what the girls want to see in terms of videos and stuff like that because there's a lot that goes into posing that a lot of people don't I think realize obviously you've competed in stuff as well with uh, multiple federations so I think a lot of people don't realize how much goes into posing yeah definitely and so on the site once someone joins as a member is it the sort of thing where the content is going to be updated continuously over time yes so you're going to get weekly content so at the moment there are three videos on there how to front pose how to back pose and how to transition out of your mpc and ifbbq style posing um, and over time, so each, I'm going to say each Monday for the moment, but each week, there'll be one video uploaded, kind of giving you more um, tips on how to improve your posing uh, and little things. Also, I'm going to try and improve things and add in Q&As. So people have like kind of like forums, so you can kind of look back on questions and also trying to get guests on to kind of I guess, interview them about their posing experiences and stuff like that, just so people have a little bit more live content and something to watch um, and have a look at how different, how different people learn to do their posing and stuff like that as well. Yeah. So it's going to be, it's going to be fun. It sounds really, really good. And people can also book one-to-one sessions with you off the site as well, can't they? Yes. So that's how I'm going to be, that's how my posing um, system is now going to be updated. So usually I would just, obviously people would either email me or ask me, can I book in a one-to-one? And I would book them in manually. Whereas now you have to be signed up to the site. Um, you have to be signed up to either a minimum of the silver package. So the silver package also includes a uh, posing um, assessment anyway, um, but you'll have to be signed up to at least the, the silver package to see my posing schedule. So then you can look into that. Yeah, it sounds amazing. And I think it's going to be a really useful um, sort of resource. And one of my figure athletes has asked if you're going to be doing figure posing on there as well. Oh, bless her. recommend doing that. (laughs) Oh, yeah, 100%. I definitely want to, because obviously I don't do figure posing anyway, but I definitely want to try and get on um, some either IFBB pros or people that are very into the figure category and that know a lot about their posing um, to try and get some videos on there. So more and more people can obviously join and like have a look at what there is to offer. Yeah, definitely. And so Phoebe, as an athlete yourself, we know that you last stepped on stage in 2020. When do you plan on stepping on stage again? And do you have any shows in mind at all? So it's actually, it's weird because it's changed a lot. Like I'm not even kidding. It's probably changed a good three times. So for me, when I finished my season in 2020 in November time, I was like, right, I'm going to stay um, a good amount of weight above, uh, or not a good amount of weight, but a good condition above my stage condition and try and do shows as early as possible and go into the US and try and do as many shows as I can early, like the earlier the students, you know what I mean? So. And obviously then lockdown happened and I struggled with that a lot more than I thought. And I'm, I'm someone that is quite 
usually quite strong in situations that are tough. So for me to get to find that struggle, to, for it to be harder for me, it was quite difficult. So I didn't have much motivation and I didn't really feel like doing the reverse. I wasn't into, I guess, I wasn't really, I guess, into, I, I kind of wanted a rest, I would say. Like I wanted a, a lot more of a, a, bit, a bit of a break because it had been a long season um, prepping since I think January 2020 and only doing two shows at the end of the year. It was a long time for me to be prepping. So I just wanted kind of a bit of a break. And then when I came to Dubai, I wanted to try and get into a routine a little bit more. But then we decided to actually move, which took a lot out of us. So we both kind of said like, let's kind of put, well, when I say both, I mean me and my coach Adam, we said, let's put prep on hold for a second or put any sort of kind of like competing season on hold until you're settled in. And obviously taking, taking longer than, than it should. Um, I'm now finally settled and getting into things. Um, but now the closing portal is obviously taken off. So for me, my priorities, the whole reason I'm saying this is because the priorities for me have been different. So I always start my, my year with, okay, what shows are next? What shows do I need to do? What shows am I planning to do? And then my whole year is structured around that. Versus this year, I've gone into the year when we came into January. Obviously my priority was competing and things changed. So for me, I was like, okay, let's try and focus on things other than competing and then when competing when the time is right I will then learn or that I will then have a look at what I need to do for um whatever shows I want to do and for me I'm still in that mindset of I'm focusing on business because business is going great at the moment um, and I want to put my all into that you know you know how much um sacrifice you have to you have to do for um doing a prep and stuff and it's always really difficult um, and it does take it does take a little bit a hit on your business and other aspects in your life so for me i'm like i want to focus on my business and build that up before i start even thinking about prep i was focusing on potentially doing a show in june or july time whereas now i'm i'm not too sure i'm focusing on business i do want to try and still reach for maybe july time for competing but again that could be a maybe i am actually i actually spoke to adam recently and this is actually the first time i've been saying this but um, I am potentially looking at not doing um, a season for 2021 and obviously waiting and com potentially competing at the end of the year and doing a show so I can get the 2022 um, Olympia invite. So instead of going for 2021. So that's just a, that's kind of like a, I guess, a thought in my mind because I don't want to disrupt anything that uh, business wise at the moment because I'm in a really, really good place. I think that's I think honestly feeling a really good way of looking at it because like you said, you know, competing is, it's such a big commitment and there's no point in sort of going through with a prep unless you can give it absolutely a hundred percent. And it's very hard to give two different aspects of your life, such as business and stepping on stage. Yeah. Absolutely a hundred percent. So I think like you focusing on one thing at a time will probably produce a better end product with each one of yeah. those things as opposed to exactly. trying to do both at once. Exactly. And I think it's really important for anyone who's missing this, especially a beginner or anyone that's thinking about going into their season, uh, it's important to take that in. So making sure that you're always ready before you start a prep, because if you're not ready, you're not, like you said, you're not going to give it 100% and you're going to feel like 
okay, there was a lot of boxes that were unticked during my prep and I could have improved a lot from here. Yes, you would have learned a lot from that prep like, but by saying like, okay, let's improve from here. But then you don't want to waste your time and not giving your all to something. So, and that's how I feel like at the moment with business, I don't want to waste my time with not giving my all to my business when I can right now. Um, and it's just knowing when, where your priorities stand. I said this, I actually had a podcast with someone else the other day and um, I spoke about priorities, prioritizing where your life is right now. Like I said but before, I always like to prioritize my year around competing versus my priority was growing the business. So for me, competing wasn't in my mind. So I wanted to try and make sure that I was putting my all into my business before I even thought about competing. Um, and I think that's important for anyone to do within lifestyle, within like competing with anything. Yeah, definitely. And so when you do decide that the time is right to step on stage again, what is your goal for those shows when you do step on stage? So obviously my goal is always to get to the Olympia. So if anyone's been following kind of my journey, I, I've been very, very close to each kind of year. Um, it's been about, I think it's been three years now um, that I've been trying to get to the Olympia. And it's, it's always been, it's always going to be tough because it's the biggest bodybuilding show in the world. So it's always going to be hard. Um, and for me, I still want to get on that stage and I still want to kind of show them what I have um, and show them that I can represent the, the UK as best as I can. So I want to do that as much as I can, definitely in the year 2021 or 2022. But whenever I step on stage, I want to make sure that I'm giving it my absolute all so I can represent the UK as best I can. So yeah, that, that I think for me is definitely a win this year because I know the point system has changed in terms of trying to get your input to the Olympia. Um, you have to kind of go through a different process now. You have to win a um, show, which is obviously a lot better than what they have previously done. Obviously, if anyone knows, it was done through point systems, so you had to gain points, versus now you can win a show, and then you go straight to the Olympia, which is a lot better for bikini athletes, I think. And Phoebe, what is your ultimate long-term goal as a bikini athlete? I, went, I think, again, I had a podcast the other day, and when everyone times someone asks me this question, I'm like, I don't, I don't know. Like I do know, but it's weird to say for me, it's very weird saying it out loud because I don't I like to project obviously my goals, but when I say it out loud, it kind of like puts it in the universe and it's, it says it's there and it's kind of like almost scary. Um for me, especially business-wise, I definitely want to build up like the posing portal to be one of the best posing resources you can go to, kind of I guess in the world. Um I feel like I have built up my reputation for as a posing coach in the UK very well, and I'm really, really proud of that. Um, and I want to kind of take that worldwide and go that little extra far, far like a little bit further um, and taking it just that little bit step so that people can, I guess, learn their posing a lot better and a lot more effective because not everyone's always free to have like a posing session and stuff like that. Like, so I want to try and make a resource that it's probably like the easiest way for you to learn and actually, like correct your posing and stuff like that. And that's business-wise. And then competing-wise, for me, um, I definitely have a goal of obviously going to the Olympia and getting in that top 10 at my first Olympia. So that's one of my goals. And that's the re probably one of the reasons why I want to either backdate my show. So obviously, I don't want to compete in July this year. I'm potentially competing later on the year and going for an invite at 2022, just because I feel like I want to give a little bit more to my prep, well, I want to give my all to my prep, like I was saying earlier. And I also want to make sure that I can do the best I can with everything else within my life. So obviously, like I said, business, um, family, friends, everything like that. I want to try and give my all to them first 
before I then go into a prep. So for me, definitely with my first year um, at Olympia, when I do go, when I finally do get there, I definitely want to crack that top 10. So, and I feel like if I potentially do a season this year, because of all the other circumstances with obviously starting the business, moving to Dubai, there's a lot of other things that have obviously hindered probably my off season. So I haven't been as consistent within my off season. So for me, I don't feel like I would be ready to potentially go in and have a, a good competing season. So for me, I want to try to step back and have a good off season and then go into a prep potentially at the end of the year. So yeah. for me, that's where I'm at at the moment. And I think that's, like I said, it's important to try and make sure that you you know where your priorities are at. And I kind of know that. So, but that could change. I say this now and that will change. I know I'll get into routine for like two weeks and then I'll be like, right, let's start. <laughs> yeah. So, but I do definitely want to try and give it my absolute all whenever I step on that stage again. So whether that's prolonging it and making sure that I can be at the end of the year, or if I actually feel like, no, I can actually do this now. I've set up with the business well. And like, I feel like I can structure both of them then I'll compete then. It's just, it's just the case of prioritizing what is best at the time. Yeah. And out of interest, Phoebe, what was your feedback from your 2020 season as an athlete? And therefore, what do you want to have improved on by the next time you step on stage? So for me, my, my feedback has always been very, like very different from year to year. So for 2018, when I turned pro, my feedback was you had a little bit too much muscle mass um, so you want to try and downscale it a little bit and become in a little bit more balanced because I had a little bit more of a, a stronger, more dominating upper body than I did lower body. So I kind of wanted to even have that out of it. Then in 2019, um, I think I changed coaches um, to my current coach right now, Adam from Team Elite Physique. And we came in a lot more balanced and a lot more structured. And I placed in a lot of high-end shows in the top top six which I was really happy with but they said they wanted by the end of my show they want, by the end of my season they wanted me to have a little bit more upper body mass which is quite annoying because obviously we we downgraded that from 2018 so in 2020 we really focused on balance because obviously that was what that's what bikini is all about or any category it's all about balance so you want to try and make sure that you're structuring everything correctly um, so in 2020 we really focused on bringing balance um, and a good amount of conditioning so my my feedback for 2020 for my first show was be a tiny little bit tighter in the hamstrings um, but overall balance presentation was really really nice and then for my second show it was the same again so it's not a case of I need to build anymore so I'm happy with the structure that we have we finally got it right on that third time I'm happy with the muscle mass that we've grown and stuff like that it's just a case of now conditioning you, you'll know it's always the the back half so it's always like the glute ham, the glute ham time that's always the hardest thing to kind of like come in so for me just bringing that in a tiny little bit more is what they wanted um, but then from there I think that's pretty much it so I'm happy with that feedback and I'm excited to kind of improve on that and bringing in that condition just a tiny little bit more yeah it's always difficult and it's really hard because like you want to bring your glutes and hamstrings in but not at the detriment of your other body parts as well yes so it's hard exactly. to like get that fine balance yeah and especially because obviously your lower half is more it has it's a more dominating half so it's obviously bigger than everywhere else so usually everyone tends to get lean from from your shoulders down so it's usually like upper body gets lean midsection gets lean and then legs are the last thing to come in so obviously that's not everyone that's most people so it's always difficult to then push it really hard to try and get your lower half in and then at the sacrifice of your upper body getting too lean or too muscular or anything like that so it's always difficult because obviously i have a, i have more of an upper body um, i'm more dominating in my upper body and stuff as well so but 
it's just it's it's all about experience and getting trying to find that right balance between the two yeah and so phoebe i have another question for you what are the three biggest life lessons you've learned over the last year oh god i can't i can't even think okay so first one definitely is i would i would say try and i don't even i don't i don't even know i definitely think something to do with uncertainty so try and not rely on having too much routine and making sure that you understand that not everything is set in stone so be prepared to try and change things around so i think that's one of the main things i think a lot of people have learned this year as well the last year especially with um covid and stuff going around so i think a lot of there's been a lot of uncertainty especially within the bodybuilding world um, and shows being cancelled being moved being changed all the time and it's been it's been hard but you have to try and adapt the best you can so for, in terms of uncertainty try and make sure that you know how to adapt um, the best you can um, so that's probably number one number two um, I don't even know I, I'm trying to think like I think what I would say is I don't even know I think in terms of life lessons I would try and say like we were talking about earlier in terms of prioritizing try and make sure that you know what you need to prioritize at the right time or at the time of your like where you are in your life like I was saying earlier with my with my lifestyle it's all about I guess competing and prepping and stuff like that because that's what I do as a job and what I do at, for, for my own enjoyment but that's how my whole year is structured so but prioritizing other things and how you want to kind of improve your competing season and stuff like that you want to try and make sure that you do the best, the, the best you can so for me prioritization is definitely important in terms of like anything within business within competing everything like that I think definitely trying to prioritize as best you can and um, really will get you the best outcome so and then number three i don't actually know number three i'm trying to think of number three i'm not too sure what would you do for your i guess your have your life experiences what would you what would your lessons be um oh god there's been a lot like <laughs> um <laughs> yeah be open to be open to changing like the direction of your life if you feel that's what's right for you yeah. like you've got to just do what's right for you and be open to changing direction don't get stuck in what you yeah. had planned out for yourself if yeah. that's not what feels right yeah. anymore um yeah i definitely think that's something that i would say i, I would definitely think of that as a, as a life lesson in in terms of especially with competing i think you've realized that a lot like when you're competing and obviously prepping, you have to do what's best for you at the time. If you, that means skipping out on meals or going out with your friends, going out with drinks and stuff like that, then that has to be done because you need to focus on you and your prep. And you can take that into your life lessons and stuff as well in terms of like just focusing on yourself and bringing up your brand and bringing up your business and like prioritizing you, do you know what I mean? So I think that is definitely, I think I'm going to take that and say that as in line number three as well. I think definitely focusing on yourself is definitely a big lesson that I have learned, I've had to learn to do because I've always been very much like okay what's going to be good for others what's going to be good for you um what's going to be good for like my friends and what like I've always been someone that's more of like a people pleaser um which is not it's it's good and a bad thing do you know what I mean? like I always want to try and like include everyone and make sure that everyone's happy but then at the same time at the cost of my own expense so you want to try and make sure that you're always focusing 
not being selfish all the time because then that's just like mean but obviously you want to try and focus as much as you can in terms of business wise in terms of competing wise and then just in just everyday life just trying to do what is best for you at the time yeah I always say to like clients like you can't be the best version of yourself for anyone else if you don't look yeah. after yourself first like you can't give your best self yes. to the people around you or your clients or your work or whatever it is unless you look after yourself first yeah exactly that I think I totally I 100% agree on that because the last I think especially in prep I start to get like a lot more tired and a lot more like my productivity is obviously a lot less so for me I have to then take out of things like going out and doing things with my friends because that's something that I can't give my I can't give my all to them so when I go and see them it's not going to be a great experience for them because obviously I'm just tired you know what I mean so for me I'm like I would rather see you after prep where I can give you my all and actually give you like be be like Phoebe you know so I think that's definitely definitely something that I would say is a really really good life lesson yeah thank you so much for coming on the podcast today Phoebe it's been an absolute pleasure to have you where can people find you on social media and how do they sign up for the posing portal it has been absolutely my pleasure darling thank you for having me on um so where they find me from instagram is just phoebe hagen um, underscore um, and then if you want to sign up to the posing portal all you need to do is go to www.phoebehagen.com and then you'll find all information about the posing portal and everything it has to offer amazing thank you so much for joining us thank you for listening guys i hope you've enjoyed this episode of the female fitness podcast if you did i would massively appreciate it if you could like and subscribe and leave a review on apple podcasts and i will see you next week